Welcome to Accent of the Podcast, where the audience gets to hear a real conversation from real people who use real English. It might sound ordinary, but the stories the guests share are extraordinary. Each episode features an interview with someone who has a distinct English accent, which will help with your English comprehension in the real world. Today, I'll be speaking with Amanda, who is Canadian and has just become a yoga teacher. Welcome back to Accented. I hope you have enjoyed our previous episodes, especially our last one, which was from Adeline, who lives in Sydney, Australia with me. Today's guest is Amanda. She is Canadian. However, she has been living in Paris, France for about six years now. She is a science teacher, but she just completed her studies to become a yoga teacher. Now, Amanda comes from Manitoba, Canada, and Canada is found in North America, and it's just above the United States. So the population in Canada is around 37 million people, and Manitoba is a province that's found basically in the middle of Canada, so very north and middle. Canadians can often be confused with American accents, and I'm not going to lie, sometimes I get confused and I actually don't know the difference really between a Canadian and an American accent, well, an accent from the United States of America. I guess that sometimes happens with Australians. Uh, A lot of people say that they can't hear the difference between an Australian and a New Zealand accent. Now, with everything happening in the world at the moment, I thought this would be a great episode to listen to because I think a lot of us need some good and positive vibes at the moment. I think all of us have been affected by COVID-19. My family, for one, has been affected. Uh, We were going to move to Canada this week and they've closed the borders. So I am now going to stay in Sydney, Australia for a little bit longer. Maybe one day we'll make it to Canada, but who knows? It could be worse. Now let me get back to the term yoga. So yoga isn't a Western practice, yet it is very popular in Western culture. So yoga is a spiritual uh, discipline from the Hindu culture. Now, I'm not an expert on this, so this is a definition coming from someone who doesn't know too much about yoga. What I do know is that they use a lot of breathing techniques and different postures which help uh, people become less stressed and more calm and I think at the moment in the world we need something that helps us not be so stressed because at the moment this is a very very stressful time for a lot of people and I think yoga and meditation is something that uh, some people might like to do to help calm themselves. Now Amanda studied yoga in 
France and an African country called Gabon. Now, Gabon was colonized by the French, so it is a French-speaking country. Now, the reason Amanda has this French connection is because she married a Frenchman. As I mentioned, Amanda is also a science teacher, so being a yoga teacher is something that she does on the side. Now, when we say on the side, it means that you have a job, but you do something uh, to earn a bit of extra money. So I said to her, is this a side hustle? Now, this is a Western term. So a side hustle is something that I did say just before that you do on the side. So it's not your main uh, point of income. It's something that you do for a little bit of money. And the word hustle sort of means to push someone if you're going to hustle them. You're pushing them along. So I guess with your side hustle, you have something that you're pushing yourself that you want to work. So it's actually, it's it's a lot of hard work, usually your side hustle, and it might be a hobby, something that you really enjoy doing. Amanda mentions that she studied Hatha Yoga, and Hatha Yoga is more about the physical side. From what I understand, there are all different types of yoga. So this one isn't focused on breathing techniques, rather it's focused on the physical poses. That's enough talking from me. Let's get on with the show. Okay, today we are chatting with Amanda, who is from Manitoba, Canada, but is currently living in Paris, France. Thanks for joining us, Amanda. Thanks for having me. Yes, so your story is very interesting. So you're a school teacher from Canada who's been working in Paris and then you've sort of, actually you haven't changed career. I guess um, we've well become a yoga teacher and it's sort of, I would call it a side hustle. Is that what you would call it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I like that word hustle, yeah. <laughs> and I, I love it. I've heard it recently, a side hustle. And I'm like, it's so much better than a second job. Yeah, and, and, uh, and it, it, I like that hustle because it's true. It's like you're, you know, it's, you're supporting yourself. So if you don't get moving, it's, it's not going to happen. So I, like, I really like that word, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so your side hustle, you're still working as a teacher in true. Paris. Yes, yeah. And so, yeah, just tell us a little bit about what you're doing. So I teach at the school I teach at. It's a bilingual school. And so I teach middle school science. So the middle school science program is in English. In primary, they have science in English as well. And then, and some of it is in French too. I guess it's divided in the primary school. And then in middle school, it's all in English. So that's what I I teach during the day. And then I, um, f- uh, last year, it was the first year I was a trained yoga teacher. And the four years before that, I was training to be a yoga teacher. So it's, um, I would say it's a form of, of Hatha yoga. And so last year, yeah, it was the first year I was, I was teaching. And so I was really lucky to do uh, classes at my school with the teachers and the staff at the school. And it was so it was perfect because I was already there teaching 
the middle school science, but then I could also during breaks and after school, I taught, I taught yoga classes too. What attracted you to become a yoga teacher and do something on the side of your current job? Um, well, I, so halfway, well, I guess it was in 2012, I, I moved to Gabon, Africa for a, uh, for two years with my husband. Uh, he was French military at the time and he was posted there. And, um, before going, my, my dad said to me, he was like, Amanda, you should start doing yoga. And then, so once arriving in Gabon, I, uh, looked for a yoga teacher and I found one who, so, uh, Gabon is, is French speaking. And, uh, so this woman had been trained, she, she's French also, and, but lives in, in Gabon and she, uh, she had been, tra- she trained in France and then had her own yoga studio in Gabon. And so I started doing yoga there and she gave, I got a, a practice that she gave me to do every morning and, I did. And I just, I noticed a huge difference in how I felt once doing it regularly every day. And I just, I was hooked. <laughs> and then, um, once coming back to France in 2014, she recommended a teacher here in France. And so then I started taking classes with her privately and she said, well, why don't, I didn't have a job at the time. And she said, well, why don't you do this yoga teacher training? And so I was I was a little bit hesitant because it was it was in French and I was still improving my French, but uh, so it was a big a big step a big challenge for me, but it was totally worth it and I'm really really happy that I I took the chance to do that. So with yoga, are you teaching in French or in English? Um, I did both. I did because at my at the school there's there's lots of people who are bilingual, but then there was some people who wanted to take the class that were um, only French speaking, francophone. So I did four classes at the school last year and I did one of them in French and then I did the other three in English. Or sometimes it was kind of, the French was a little bit franglais sometimes for, because there was English speaking people in it as well. Or sometimes in the, when I was doing the English, there was French speaking people. So at the moment, it's just, it's, you're teaching at your school. Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, starting this Saturday though, I guess I'm doing five workshops for, for kids. So they're, and they're going to be in English. So it'll be, it'll be French children and, uh, but the, the classes will be in English. So it will be, yeah. So that's, that's starting on this Saturday. I'm doing five of those through this this school year 2019-2020 so that that's a new experience for me too Paris being such a busy possibly stressful city is there a lot of work for yoga teachers um it's one well, another thing about Paris it's so expensive and so there are like I I did some classes that were were known to be more affordable and they were definitely packed full. So, but so sometimes the question is to me is when they're so full, you don't necessarily get the individualized attention. So definitely in Paris, I would say, yeah, there's a need. It's, I agree. It's definitely, I would say a stressful city and people are stressed and 
Um, so it, yeah, definitely there's a need. It's just sometimes then finding classes that are affordable and also quality. Do you think um, there would ever be a chance for you to just completely do all yoga if the opportunity came up? Well, the dream. <laughs> the dream is um, – so my yoga teacher in in Gabon, she she had her her home, and then in the in the back of her her yard in her garden, she had built a yoga studio. So in the in the bottom of it, it was a two story building. In the bottom, it had like her her office where she received clients for one on one consultations, and then on the top, she had her yoga studio for group classes. And I've always thought that that would be the the dream kind of a thing. And so I don't think with the cost of things in France as they are, that would be possible. But um, the dream is always to also move back to Canada. And so I think depending on where we lived, it might be possible to do something like that. And uh, I'm hoping or the the plan is in October, next, uh, this coming August to start uh, yoga yoga therapy training. So it's also, it's more of a medical um, view kind of on, on yoga and it's more for one-on-one consultations and helping people. So I think that it's, it's, it's always developing and I mean, never say never. So maybe one day, yeah, it would be a, a full-time thing and just, but in, at the moment it's not, doesn't look like it's happening, but maybe someday. Yeah. It's really cool that you're a science teacher and you're also a yoga teacher and I guess looking into the science of yoga. So yeah. you've got a very, what's the word? Your mind is very. Um, it's kind of a broad approach kind of thing. Yeah, but even, yeah, no, it's really interesting because I know there's been scientific research on mindfulness, your neurons and that yeah. in the brain yeah. and how it changes. Well, in our school there's a a woman who's, who's who's studying the brain like that's her her um her her focus and of her master's and I think her PhD and so it's been really interesting talking to her because you know some people it's still in new stages where people are are um you know sometimes skeptical and and you know there's there is lots of things that have been out there in the past that say oh you know if you do this or it will do this. And so it's been interesting talking to her and just, yeah, the studies and the science that actually has been taken place to show that, that what it actually does to the brain while doing mindfulness. And I think there's still, there's still room for more science for it, but it seems to be on the right path for what studies are showing. Thank you for sharing your experience with us and uh, for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. Thanks. Thanks, Amanda. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Now, yoga can sometimes be associated with a religion. And in that interview, I mentioned the term mindfulness. Now, mindfulness is not actually connected to a religion. And it's a therapeutic way of de-stressing yourself and also becoming calm and living in the moment and I actually uh, completed quite a bit of mindfulness uh, just before my daughter was born 
because I guess that's something that I wanted to be stress-free. And in Australia at the moment, um, even before COVID-19, a lot of students uh, at school do mindfulness activities because sometimes all this work that we have to do at school can become very stressful and as humans we need to uh, relax and actually be calm every now and then. So mindfulness I brought up in the interview as being similar to yoga but as I said it's something that's not connected with religion. Now, a lot of Westerners who practice yoga may not be connected to the religion. They like the feeling that they get and that they can de-stress and continue their daily lives um, in a healthier way. Now, I mentioned in the interview that if you practice mindfulness, that it can change the neurons Now, a neuron is a specialized cell that transmits nerve impulses. So it's a nerve cell. So a neuron can change the way we react to something. So if mindfulness can change your neurons, then maybe it can change the way that you would normally react to something. You might get angry at something, but if you practice mindfulness, you may not react that way anymore. Amanda also mentions the word master's. Now, a master's degree is something that you study after you've done your first degree, which is usually a bachelor. That's what it is in Australia. And you do a bachelor degree and then you go back to study and you do a master's. Now, she also mentions that somebody at her school was studying a PhD So if you're studying a PhD, that means that you are going to be a doctor and you will get your doctorate once you have finished studying your PhD. Now, Amanda used the word skeptical. Now, skeptical means if someone is skeptical of you, it means that they or they're skeptical of what you've said they don't necessarily believe what you've said or they don't believe that that is true. They probably want more information about it because it doesn't sound right to them. So they're skeptical. They think, yeah, look, I don't believe that and, yeah, it's not something that I think is true. Now, the reason that we were speaking about being skeptical is that I said that it was very interesting that Amanda is a science teacher and yet she is also a yoga teacher because yoga usually goes with religion and religion and science sometimes can not agree on the same things. So yet she did mention being skeptical of uh, different things. Thanks for listening to another episode of Accented the Podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Law. Accented is released on the 15th and 30th of each month. You can also view a transcript of this interview by looking at the show's notes or visit kimslawofenglish.com. Until next time, stay strong.